Hello everybody and welcome to Asynchronous, a video game catch-up show. My name is AJ. My name is Kim. And this is a teaser episode for the next season of the show, which if you've <gasps> read the title, then you already know that we are going to be playing 13 Sentinels for the third season of Asynchronous. We're very excited. <laughs> that sounds too excited, AJ. I'm very excited. I'm so excited. We've been talking. So we just recorded a conversation with the person who we're going to be uh, doing our episode zero with, which will come out next week. And that person, Chris Plant, editor-in-chief of Polygon. Yeah. Host of The Besties and The Resties. And overall cool guy. Uh, <laughs> just jumped up. Uh, sorry, Scrappy is uh, terrorizing Asia. Yeah, right Scrappy now. is really in a mood right now, but uh, he's just excited that we're going to be playing the game, and he's also excited that the game is out on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Scrappy's a nint- notorious Nintendo Switch lover, um, and he's really Total high. Nintendo had little Scrappy. But yeah, so, so the game is out on Switch uh, as of two days ago, um, which is where we will be playing it, but you could also still get it on your PlayStation if you'd like to play along with us that way. We're expecting this season will be uh, probably on the shorter side. Uh, some probably something about as long as uh, season two was. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that we talked about with Chris was how the hell do we play this game? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because if you know anything about it, it's uh, it's a wild ride and not necessarily linear. Yeah. So it sounds like it's going to be doable in in about five weeks or so. Yeah. Uh, So that's that's what we're expecting. Uh, for this season, but who knows <laughs> yeah, where uh, the winds of time will take us. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, speaking of winds of time, if you don't know anything about this game, it is 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim, uh, and it is a game ostensibly about different periods in time, and there are 13 uh, high school students, mostly, that you are playing through their stories. Uh, Chris told us that it's basically every hard sci-fi story combined. Um, and said a good primer for the beginning of the game is to watch E.T. So maybe go watch E.T. the Extraterrestrial and meet us back here next week when we talk to Chris Plant about the game. Yes, we uh, might be covering things that are not just video games in this season. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. We will see how it goes. Yeah, uh, like like how the rest of the show has gone, we're kind of kind of figuring it out as we go along. So uh, <laughs> hopefully you'll join us for that journey um, starting next week with our conversation with Chris Plan. We'll see you then. Bye. Wait, don't stop listening. Uh, in our absence last week, uh, listener and friend Chase, also host of the great show Video Game Potimism, crafted a masterpiece uh, satire episode, question mark, of the show, but actually genuinely good bit uh, called Asynchronous. So with his permission, we are pinning it to the end of this episode to tide you over until next week. Uh, a link to Chase's podcast will be in the description. Go give it a listen. Take it away, Chase, and we'll see you next week. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Asynchronous, a video game catch-up show. My name is Chase. <coughs> um, it's actually just me. I, I didn't have enough money to hire Kim. Got a very special episode for you. A little bit later on, I'm going to be talking about a game that no one has told me to play. But first, I've got some bullshit, and I would like to share it with you. This week is the 100th anniversary of Star Fox. 
That's right, a hundred years ago, in 1922, they came up with the character Star Fox as a way to uh, in- inspire the troops, I guess, going off to war. Um, it's it's not true. I mean, it's it, it's just a it's just a bit. Just like I'm I'm using it as an intro to to the segment. It, it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, so I'm gonna go over some of these Star Fox characters, and also where they would take me on our first date if I was if I was gonna date them. Um, so why don't we why don't we start at the top, huh? Fox McCloud. The leader of the bunch, you know him well. He's finally back to take me on a date. Uh, so I, I, I think this one's pretty obvious. This one's straight over, straight down home home plate. Um, we're going to Olive Garden. I, I think I think that's that that much is clear. Fox strikes me as the kind of guy who knows what he wants, which in this case is Italian food. But he he's like so busy running actually Star Fox that I don't know that he's really like gotten out enough to know that there are other Italian restaurants other than the Olive Garden. And and look, it's expensive. Don't get me wrong. If you've ever been there, you know it's it's not it's not a cheap place. But um, we will be splitting the tour of Italy, which I, I believe does come with chicken parmesan, which uh, Fox says he's uh, he loves. I will be honest, this date will not go well. I, I think we're going to quickly realize that we do not have a spark together. Fox is way too married to his job, and and it's 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 not it's not going to come across as interested at all. He's kind of just here to check a box. You know what I mean? Sorry to jet, but I'm in a hurry. Oh, okay. On to Falco. Um, so. I think Falco will ask me out in a way that is pretending like he doesn't care, but it has been a long time since he has been on a date, so I think the motions are a little rusty. I think he will try to take me to a fancy French restaurant, but stumble when he orders, thereby both embarrassing the waiter and himself, and I think that that will cause the rest of the date to go downhill. I will, of course, attempt to eat as much French food as I can, but it is uh, typically a little heavy, a little covered in butter, if you know what I mean, and so I think I will go into a food coma, thereby making him feel like I'm uninterested, and I think he, uh, he will leave the date early. Which, you know, he's just getting back out there. It's sort of expected that there might be some hiccups in the dating scene, but, um, uh, yeah, I, I will go home uh, feeling unsatisfied with the state. Game over, pal! Of course, next up, Slippy the Toad. Um, Slippy would invite me to his house so he could make dinner for me. A fairly accomplished cook, he, he taught himself how to cook during the pandemic, so um, wh- while not, you know, a professional chef, he's he certainly got his chops up. We will be having a uh, just, just pasta. He made some pasta, uh, fresh, of course, which I, I will say will be good. Uh, however, there will be awkward conversations because both of us are fairly introverted people. One of us will start talking and interrupt the other, and we'll both say what at the same time and then sort of try and start the conversation again. It won't really go that well, having unacknowledged the fact that we did did just kind of trip and fall on our face in the conversation. I will politely eat his food. I will have one drink and I will go home bidding him adieu. I made it. I'll analyze right away. Next on the lineup, 
is peppy hair, of course. A little bit older than I might go for normally, but I, I thought, why not? I'll, I'll go out on a date with him. He will take me to his local dive bar that does have surprisingly good food. I will eat one of their burgers that is absolutely delicious, and I'll sit with Peppy while he uh, describes his old war stories. Um, for a little while, this is fun, but he gets a little lost in the sauce and the stories start becoming quite a bit more of a bummer and quite a bit less coherent. I leave by 10. This brings back memories of your dad. Switching gears a little bit, we're moving to the villains now. We will start with Wolf O'Donnell? Apparently Wolf's last name is O'Donnell. Star Wolf's last name is O'Donnell. Is he Irish? Wouldn't, wouldn't have expected that. Anyway, Wolf will take me to a gastro pub that has just opened up in the rapidly gentrifying part of town. They do have delicious beer and their food is fine, but their lack of high top chairs with backs on them will drive me to be become quite frustrated with the date. Wolf will say that that isn't a big deal, but his back will also be quite in pain. We will get into an unfortunate argument which will cause us to leave the date. He will go home and tell his friends that, oh, he was so crazy, he just couldn't have a good time but we all know who started this argument. I will not be defeated by this trash. Next up is Leon Pawalski, another member of Star Wolf. Leon and I go to brunch. He has asked me to go to brunch with him, and I'll be honest, we have a pretty good time, a pretty good conversation, but it's going to leave me feeling like Leon is more of a friend to me than anything else. While there wasn't a romantic spark, he's a pretty cool dude and has pretty good taste in music. He's really into shoegaze. Uh, however, this statement from me will not go over well with Leon. He will not text me back, telling everyone that I have friendzoned him. This can't be happening! Pigma Dengar is the next one. Pigma will invite me to hang out with him and his friends at the skate park. He brought a charcuterie board, which we can nibble on, which I will say is not the worst gesture of all time. Uh, however, his friends suck and will make fun of me for not doing a kickflip in front of them. Uh, it's it's just, it's physically impossible. I, I, I cannot do a kickflip. I will be able to see that Pigma thinks that this is maybe not the coolest thing, but can't sacrifice his social standing and will make fun of me as I leave, unable to do a kickflip. I've got two words for you, loser. Finally, Andrew Oikani. He will invite me to a local board game shop, which I quite enjoy, and we will play board games all night. However, I will soon discover that he is deeply competitive and is deeply uncomfortable with losing. Whenever someone beats him, he leaves in a huff and goes to the bathroom to calm down for a little while, thereby making literally everybody else in the room quite uncomfortable. The straw that will finally break the camel's back is that he will be at nine points in Settlers of Catan when someone with eight points suddenly snags his longest road, thereby defeating him. He will then leave. Give it up! You can't win! The last member of the lineup I would like to mention is Bill Gray. Uh, Bill will take me out to a restaurant that he's been going to for a long time and knows the waiters there, which I will say impresses me. Of all the dates, this one goes the best. I think I have a lot in common with Bill, and his interests are weirdly aligned with mine. We have a lot of things to talk about and the conversation flows very easily. However, I do get the sense that he very much wants to rush through the beginning parts of a relationship and skip to the part of the relationship that typically comes at least a few years in. While this is off-putting, I will ask for a second date. There's not much time left. Hurry! And that brings us to the end of the segment. That's, uh, that's all the bullshit I have this week. Um, so why, why don't we move on to the main event, the game that nobody has been telling me to play. 
That game, of course, being Hotel Mario, the CDI video game that came out in 1994. Well, so because nobody told me to play it, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't play it. Um, I hear it's not so good. It's, it's, it's like the Legend of Zelda CDI thing. Um, so, yeah. Um, it, here, here's a clip of the video game. Nice of the princess to invite us over for a picnic, eh, Luigi? I hope she made lots of spaghetti! It doesn't, it, it doesn't sound very good. Anyway, so, uh, the official A-Stinkerness review, uh, is, is, uh, didn't, didn't play it. I don't really know. It might, maybe it's good. Doesn't look good, but maybe it is. Anyway, uh, okay, so the, the parting words of asynchronous this week is that uh, you, you shouldn't feel rushed in a relationship. There's, there's, no, there's no right time to find love, um, and, and love can be found at any age. Um, also, learn how to do a kickflip. I think that would be pretty cool um, as, as something to know how to do. Um, anyway, we will be back. Uh, whenever a synchronist decides to not put up an episode and uh, we have to fill the power vacuum that exists when they don't. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm, I'm Chase. Uh, keep, uh, keep on, keep on podcasting. <coughs> Bye.